Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of You Season 4, Part 2. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and I am joined alongside my fellow killers, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Stab, stab, stab. Oh, okay, just you're just going to make it obvious. And I, well, I did introduce you as killer. You did introduce me as killer. I, I went I right into it. it. Why yeah, hide it's it? True. It's true. You know, we are talking a lot about different colors this week. You know, we have our Scream review coming out. We're talking about you. So there's lots of good times happening here on the movie podcast. You know, we are diving full into spoilers of you season four part two. This has been a long time coming. We've been very excited to talk about this, uh, the second part uh, to you season four, which for myself personally, I've really enjoyed. I think this is, I think this may be my favorite season of the show after the first season. So I'm really excited to get everyone's thoughts on where we are now. And of course, this is out now on Netflix. I want to say thank you to our friends at Netflix Canada for sending us the season to watch. We could talk about it freely now. It is out for you to watch. So make sure if you have not watched part two of season four, stop this review right now, go watch it, and then come on back and we're going to talk all about it but of course this is the movie podcast you could catch a brand new episode all throughout the week with interviews and reviews on all the latest movies and series we have some incredible episodes out right now that you can listen to and lots more on the way so tune in for all of that and more if you want to follow us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox you could do so at the movie podcast and of course make sure you're following us on youtube and join our Discord. We have some great conversations going on in there. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. But we do have a lovely panel of hosts on today's episode that we are going to be talking all about you with. So, Shay, I just want to ask you, you know, where are you right now in terms of where season four left off at the end of part one? And what was your mindset going into part two? I really enjoyed part one and, and I spoke a lot about the things that I, I, I wasn't a big fan of, but overall I, I did have a good time with it. Um, you know, we, we were left on a cliffhanger. There was a lot of questions to be answered and it felt like maybe the story was going to go in a bit of a predictable way. Like I, I was trying to already piece it together as to what the next you know five-ish episodes are going to be about. I could not have been more wrong. And I did not predict at all what was going to happen. And I am so glad. Like, it, it completely caught me off guard and in the best of ways. I love that. Anthony, same question. Where were you? Where's your head at? You know, finishing part one of season four and then going into this new uh, part of the season. Because it really is. Uh, it really does take a lot of different turns that I don't think we were, any of us were expecting in this season. Yeah, I... I was okay with the beginning of season four, you know, part one was interesting. It was murder mystery. Um, Joe had to kind of become Mr. Sherlock for, for a couple of episodes and try to figure out who the killer is. But part two is, I would say so much better than part one. I would say part two is really, really eye opening, And, and there's a lot of, there's still a lot of fluff that was around in it, but I enjoyed part two more, a lot more. Yeah, you know, I, I'm right there with you. I think part one, I had a lot of fun with. There was, I really liked the different setting. I, you know, Penn Badgley with the beard and longer hair. Joe's this different guy now. He's, he's uh, uh, Jonathan. So it was just, it was just cool seeing, you know, like, let's, let's try something different with this season. And the season has been very different. Then, of course, we're going down a very dark path, especially with this second 
half of episodes. Of course, this is another five episodes for us to go through. Um, I want to get right into our reactions, and I think there's no better place to start than at the very end. Uh, Shay, I, I would love your thoughts, your immediate thoughts coming out of that finale. You know, Joe, Joe is back. He has all the money in the world now to do whatever he wants. And I think uh, we are really getting, should we get a season five, which I hope we get a season five, because how are you going to edit here? Where are you? What, 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 how are you feeling? Reveal, like there's so many reveals. I, I want you to, to, to start us off for us. And we're going to kind of get through some of the big reveals that we get this season. Yeah, I, uh, I, <laughs> it, it's been a few days since I watched it and I'm still kind of reeling in from it. I'm still yeah. at that point where I'm like, the ending to me when it was happening, the last sequence of the show, I'm like, oh, this, this is, has to be a dream sequence. Like, there's no way, like, holy shit, what's happening? I was just in shock moment. Like, it felt like a domino effect. Yeah. Everything kind of happening. And when it finally was revealed of what's happened, I was stunned. I was literally like, Oh my God, how do you, how do you do this? How do you end a season like this? And then I started to think about it. I'm like, we really just got four seasons of the origin stories of a serial killer. Like that's yeah. really what it is. Like this, you got to learn the, the birth, the process, everything about this person who we kept. I don't want to say we were rooting for Joe, obviously, but no, but he's a very likable character, right? Very likable. He's charming yeah. in the sense that like, like, okay, you know. But now you get to that point where he's full blown. I am a serial killer. Mm -hmm. I have accepted it. I am who I am. And he's melded one with that persona that he was creating. And he's gone clean shaven because, you know, serial killers, they can't have facial hair, you know, like us. You know, you know, you, we would not be serial killers because of our facial hair. That is the obvious tell right there. Daniel shaves a lot. I'm half. He does shave a lot, though. I don't, but I don't, I don't shave a lot. I've shaved like twice in the last like five years no you, you have guys shaved, have never shaved a lot let me no you guys could go back and watch the videos i remember i was clean shaven for when we did the mighty ducks game changers interviews yeah and then i i shaved this down when uh we went to that 70s yeah, so you're, you're, party. you're killing a little bit you're not you're not fully, yeah you're not and fully that's what I was just, as you say i have the mustache so like it's like you're on the line it's like you're lucky you're, you're, you're lucky. hurting you you're hurting something. people you may not be killing them though Exactly. I'm Batman. I'm Batman <laughs> at this point. Um, but I think, I mean, let's talk about the Giants, you know, person who's not in the room. Reese is revealed that this is just a figure of oh, Joe's personality that he's been talking to. That reveal, I remember my jaw was just like, I, I didn't even, I couldn't even believe it. Like, and, and this is, this is, I think, one of the first big you know, the really big twist that the show has pulled on us where, you know, it's revealed that this character, you know, we've Joe as we've seen him talk to people before. We've seen him talk to people who aren't there before um, dead people in either in dreams or in visions that he has. But to have a character throughout this whole thing just be right in front of us. This makes me excited to go back and watch season four from the beginning and look for little tells. Just be like, is this happening? Is this in his head? It is a really cool reveal. Anthony. What was your reaction to the reveal that Reese was not, in fact, there? I remember the ending of my prediction for part one was, you know, Joe and Reese have to fight it out or maybe become friends. And because, you know, the whole the whole idea was, let's get these rich kids. And they were really great people. So who cares if you kill them or not? Not knowing that <laughs> <God>. <laughs> they're, uh, they're the same person. They were the yeah. same 
this this split personality within Joel. And I remember it was episode eight and I messaged you guys. I'm like, have you guys, did you guys watch episode eight? Like that that's when it all happens. And yeah, I was shocked that everything that we were experiencing from the first episode to that point, we thought Reese was, yes, he is an actual person, but the Reese that was envisioned by Joe was completely a figment of his imagination. It was this obsession with this person who then became his, I would say his devil side because, you know, he, he was battling himself in this sense. And yeah, when it's revealed that he is Reese, he is that person. He is a serial killer. He is, you know, he kept, um, Mary, uh, Marianne yep. in the chamber all this time it was it was like it was actually i felt like oh man i was rooting for you for so long and me too man i'm like this you're changing your life you you let her go you stabbed me in the heart you stabbed me in the heart and that's what happens when you trust serial killers and you trust this (laughs) this character right like yeah you get stabbed you eventually get get stabbed stabbed. um yeah but yeah it was a shock to me yeah, I mean, it's it's such it, it is Anthony. It's funny that we say that because we're literally talking about a serial killer. We're talking about an awful person that we should not be rooting for. But it's such a moment where it's just like, damn the show for making me feel sad that Joe is killing people again. You know what I mean? It's such it's such a silly thing to 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 feel like. Yeah, we're, when you when you say it out loud, you're just like, yeah, we you're you're disappointed in joe well the buildup right right it's It's the trust he's like oh i don't want to kill people i hate killing people i hate doing all these things i Mm -hmm. wish i was just living this professor life and then all of a sudden he is that person he is right it's like this world that he's living in and you're just like i trusted you and fuck they they got me they got i got got i got got we got got we got got and and that's exactly it you know we thought the show presented the idea again because joe is telling the story he is not a reliable narrator of the story that he is telling so we are only living and we are only going to the show knowing what joe is telling us um i was going to say another great reveal this season is that kate's father who we've heard so much about in part one how he you know he is responsible for the death of thousands of children um from you know from what stuff that his company does and he has all the money and power of god uh he is revealed to be the one and only greg kinnear who i love greg kinnear so much i think he plays this role just so wonderfully he is such an asshole but you love him for it shay that moment at the dinner scene where you know they go in for the hug and he just he just whispers into his ear Joe, mm-hmm. I just I I threw my remote across the, across my bed. I was like, "What?" Like, yeah, it was just so crazy. And again, you're right, Greg Kinnear. He's just that guy. He's so good. He's so good at being a nice guy, but also being this like like devilish asshole about things. Right. That I was like, "Oh man, do I root for you?" And he, he felt like such a formidable foe for Joe as well. Like he was just the oh, right yeah. level of smart, and he had the money to back the smarts as well. Right. Anthony, how about you? What was it like seeing Greg Kinnear uh, popping up and uh, giving our giving our Joe a run for his money? I was trying to remember if it was if it was announced that he was going to be in the show, but so when I saw him, like, oh, that's interesting. Like, he's his he's he's his villain in a sense, right? Like, right. And he, he needs to protect Kate, and somehow he has to kill 
her his uh, her father and he and also have this relationship it's like all these things that he puts in his head and yeah like it was interesting to see that his character even though you know he represented like this yuppie very rich very powerful person who knows of Joe's past and can really put a hurt mm-hmm. on him. It was an interesting dynamic because the only other person that I can really think of was uh, love in that sense that, you know, she knew everything Joel did uh, and, you know, she, she loved him, but there was also this weird dynamic where can I trust you in this case, right. he couldn't trust the father because he was going to leverage what he knew about him to say, to get more control over his daughter exactly that and i think kate is a, is an interesting one this season because i think from the experience that we've had with all of joe's previous lovers you're always just like can i really trust you can i be can i can he be jonathan with kate or is, is he going to be joe with her and then we get that final moment you know back in new york city you know we have joe back in new york city fully clean shaven you know doing an interview um it's such it's such a moment we're just like he's going to get away with this he is going to get away with the crimes that he's done. And I love Nadia. Nadia is a character that I think we didn't talk about too much in part one, but my she gets, I think, a, a more expanded role in part two because she's really starting to investigate, see what's going on um, and try and, you know, take down Joe. And when she finds out Marianne and Marianne's trapped and, and you see them down there, you know, my heart breaks because Marianne is also terrified and uh, she's just, she says you can't go to the cops like you cannot this guy will find a way to get out of it and joe always does and i think one of the moments in the season that also just broke my heart is when uh, you know when we find out obviously that joe's keeping marianne trapped and you know he gets a text message on her phone saying that um you know from i guess her uh the the, the grant sorry the um the the grandmother i guess of her child so you know taking the child taking her 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 child away because they think that she is like you know left to go you know to relapse and and to do drugs again and it's such a heartbreaking moment and my, literally my heart sank and i literally had to pause the show because i think Ta- uh, tati gabrielle uh, her acting literally moved me so much there because i was just so broken for her you know as someone who is a mother who has a past like that and is wanting to do better and to know that her 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 daughter is going to grow up thinking that her mom abandoned her to do drugs and it's such it's such a dark moment in this show and it's forever a moment that i'm going to just be like fuck you joe like i like you are such a bad person but again you you just there's something magnetizing about you know i think it's just pen badly's performance throughout this um thought any other thoughts because there, there's something i do want to talk about towards the end of the season but i, I want you guys to jump in shay how yeah, are you I, feeling I, any other moments this season that stand out to well, you i mean that that moment was 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 horrifying but then i'm so lucky that at the end the reveal does happen that you know it was all planted like right you know nadia and them work together because i felt that pain i'm like oh my god like you know marianne she's she's worked so hard to build this relationship, but her smarts kicked in and she planted mm-hmm. this whole thing with uh, with Nadia. Uh, another character that I, I'm glad also finally got a, some you know more of a revelation in this in this part two was the character of Dawn, who we kept seeing in in part one, yes. where she was just kind of like 
oh, who's this person that just happens to be around? Like, does she know more about Joe than I expected? Turning out to be just a huge, you know, fan of Lady Phoebe. I'm sorry, yeah. my, my dog wants to join in in this conversation as well. He's a big fan of Lady He's Phoebe. He's a big fan Aren't of Lady we Phoebe. All? Yes. Uh, when we realize that Lady Phoebe has this stalker and that whole sequence happens, that was crazy as well. Yeah. Anthony, how about yourself? Any other moments that stand out to you? I, for me, it was the the Nadia being framed for Edward's death. Yeah, you that's know? exactly where I was going to go to after this. It was that was the moment I'm like, I hate this guy. Like, yeah, there's there's not a lot it's of so sinister. Yeah, it's so sinister. And when you when you experience a moment like that where you want to jump into the screen and kill the guy, like that's that's what I felt. I'm like, poor Nadia. She didn't. She all she was doing is the, a good thing, and she's sent to jail for the murder of a friend at school. And Joe lives this wonderful life, rich life, successful life, protected life. And Nadia has to be in jail, just like you know Stamos's character from season one, right? Like he goes to mm-hmm. jail for the murder of um, uh, what's her name? Blanking out her the name. neighbor. No, like the the main girl from season one. What yeah, was her name? Uh, Guinevere Beck. Guinevere. So it's. It's just tragic. I'm like, this is the first time I'm like, I hate, I hated him in season one, but I'm like, okay, season two kind of redeemed himself in a bit, but this now I'm like, they have to kill him. There has to be some sort of like, he needs to die. And uh, keeping, keeping Marianne alive. I think it, it kind of leaves that door open for season five. Yeah. Like I, I need someone to assassinate this dude. Yeah. (laughs) And Kate, Kate, like being okay with everything that's happened. Uh, you know him kind of confessing everything he's done in his past it's kind of sucky because now she's how like you're not as you're not better than him you're just the same right like you're in this yeah same boat but I mean, as her him. dad's out of the picture now yeah you know with her dad out of the picture they have all the money and power of god they could do whatever they want and it really is such again he's an awful person he is such a villain but it's such a villainous turn it's such a sinister turn at the end where he is so calmly talking to nadia He's just so calm saying, and this is what it is. Give me your phone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scan your face to get into it. Delete all these photos. And so peacefully tell her that, you know, this is what's going to happen. You're not going to say anything. And let me reveal what's behind door number one. It is dead boyfriend. And oh, so what is, it's, it's, I just, justice for Nadia, you know, like it is, I cannot wait to see how she's going to extract her revenge, hopefully next season. Because I hope, I hope, I hope she gets redeemed somehow. Because my God, what a what a sinister ending! And then we also get, you know, um, the Taylor Swift song playing, and it's like it. He's the problem. It's him. You know what I mean? I think it's just such a great moment, especially if you follow him on on TikTok and in socials, where he posted that video of him singing that like last year. Yeah, and I think it's it's an interesting full circle moment as well too. But. A lot of twists and turns, and again, with a show that's gone on for as long as it has been, I think you've done a great job of reinventing itself every season. I think season four especially has been the biggest reinvention of the series that we've seen so far, and, I, and it's it got me. It's got its hooks in me, and I just now I'm just ravenously waiting to see how is Joe? Joe needs to go. Joe needs to go. He need we need it. We he's got to go. We got to find a way. That's to a tagline. I want that Hashtag. on the poster. Joe's got to go. Joe's got to go. Joe's got to go. <laughs> Joe's got to go. Now 100%. for the Americans, we're not talking about Joe Biden. Just want to make that very clear. No, 
No, no, no. He needs to go to. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it took a very strange turn this episode. Uh, next season, we're we're going to go to London too. We're going to take all our show and go to London and and take it from there. But and then who's going to be the serial killer? Daniel, because he probably shaved and went. You know, I'm going to have a nice curly mustache too. I, uh, I want to make it obvious that yeah. who who he is. But now that we've had this final season, I want to give it a proper rating. Let's give it our final recommendations as a whole. Part one and part two of season four. Shabazz, I would love for you to start us off. Give us your final recommendation of you season four. I think it's a watch it. I, you know, if you've been watching this series so far um, and if part one for at any point, maybe you didn't completely have its hooks in you or you felt like, oh, I'm not a big fan of this murder mystery element. Part two not only goes back to its roots in the sense of Joe being a killer, but it goes back with such force that it it almost unlocks everything that's happened in the previous seasons. This is Joe at his culmination. This is Joe at full force. No more Jonathan. Joe Goldberg is here and he's here to kill. Anthony, how about yourself? I, I would say it's a watch it. It's, you know, the, the the whole season can do without a couple of episodes, I would say like max eight. There was a lot of yep, fluff in the beginning and then the end that we really didn't need, especially with the group of friends um, and, and their, the, their problems. I, I don't think it added any value to the whole story. And I think in, with the 50 minute episodes to an hour episodes, a lot of this could have been condensed into eight and uh, I do, I really like part two. I think it sets up the character for season five and you know, you, you're going to not like ex- you know, what he's done and you're going to hate him. And yeah, like you know, I was jaw dropped when everything happened. I, they really got me. And I think that's, that's a, it says a lot. I think that's why Netflix did a part, a part one and part two. I think they wanted mm-hmm. this break to kind of get you into, okay, it's a murder mystery. It's completely different than what we've experienced in the past. But, you know, part two, that, that switch and everything that we've, we've experienced from that switch and who Joe really is, that serial killer. And all that time we've been trying to believe he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a really good ending. We were almost hoping for him not to. It was like we'll forgive what happened before. Yeah, but going for f- further, like you you know you're good. You're you're London. London Jonathan's a good guy. But yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I think, I think this season is as much watch TV. It it really does go back to its roots, but it really turns Joe into this you know this super villain that I think we've been really building up over the last four seasons um and i think Penn badgley gives his best performances joe you know that final scene solidifies why he is just such an evil being why do i root for him you can't you i have to stop that scene that scene broke my heart i couldn't do it and, and not that i was rooting for him before but you there's this weird thing that you you like him and you're just you root for him but uh i think what a roller coaster i think i'm right there with anthony where it's like yeah i think we could have lost a couple episodes i also think Episode six coming after the finale that we had in part one gets off to a bit of a slower start for me, uh, but it really is an episode seven where it's just just pedal to the floor. Let's go twists and turns. You're not going to predict where this is going. So, yeah, it's a definite watch it. You're going to have a great time with it. Thank you so much for listening to our season four part two review of you. Of course, it is streaming now on Netflix Have a great time with it because we sure did. And of course, there are lots of episodes of the movie podcast out right now for you to listen to. Make sure you check out our show notes below for all of the links and more to see everything that we've been doing. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. There's so much going on 
uh, right now on the movie podcast. We want to make sure you tune in for all of it and more. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.